You ready to do this? You smile prior to doing this. How do you write? This is going to be available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the listening platforms. Um, under the um, wheel of hip hop banner, banner, banner when you go. If you're squeezing her legs, you're going up her thighs, you're going down her legs, you maybe, you know, touch her ankles. Like, try to find ways of foreplay to stimulate the body of the person that you're doing. So, we are talking about Zaylink. And Zaylink is all about connecting viewers, people all over, in a social space that's safe to talk about sex, intimacy, relationships complications, social distancing, COVID-19, all issues pertaining to relevance of our culture and what's affecting us. So, so, I'm, so Alizé. I'm Alizé. All right. You ready to do this? You smile prior to doing this. <laughs> <laughs> New taste. Yo, introduce yourself. All right, everybody, welcome to Zaylink. And uh, before we get into the show, let's uh, hear one of our beautiful, amazing, talented Toronto artists, Luna Soleil, with her song, Lemonade. Luna. Ah. Paving this city, right? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Honey, man, honey, man. All of these bitches is running man. Y'all with your babies, you bitches are preemies. You couldn't grow to a hundred max. I need that bitch with a stomach attack. Keep brick and she run it back. My niggas buy work, they eat up the catch. And niggas don't eat in their stomach flat. Mmm. Fire. I like that. Shout out to Luna Soleil. Go follow her on Instagram and her socials. So we are talking about Zaylink. And Zaylink is all about connecting viewers, people all over, in a social space that's safe to talk about sex, intimacy, relationships, complications, social distancing, COVID-19, all issues pertaining to relevance of our culture and what's affecting us. So I'm Alizé. You guys have seen me many times on YouTube for various things. Oasis Aqua Lounge brand ambassador, Jeez. Toronto rapper as well. Jeez. Um, what else have I done? Uh, quite a bit. I've done a lot of tutorials, interviews. I've been on some of the networks here on We Love Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Six list interview exclusive. Yes. And I'm just raw and just I try to be as organic as possible free-spirited, open-minded, and I hope that listeners and viewers can take that energy and give it back and be able to talk about the things that, you know, are affecting our lives, impacting our intimacy, our relationships, our sex, our decision-making, and our social interactions. And I think Zaylink is going to give everybody an opportunity to ask questions, challenge yeah. themselves. And, and you know, y'all see me on camera here, like, just... You know, get comfortable because we're going to be talking about a lot of different things and y'all are going to be learning a lot from the information that we we're going to be, you know, Zay is going to be giving to y'all week after week. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, a lot of questions about intimacy that the man them might want to know about. <laughs> they're afraid to ask, you know, a lot of times we have a lot of time uh, problems talking to our woman and, and, you know, communicating. You know what I'm saying? Not just woman. It's just there's different types of relationships out there. And for me... I'm, I've been involved in a lot of different experience, um, dominatrix. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, I honestly explore sexual curiosity. I, um, 
you know, we have people that are not in traditional situations. People are in very interesting, unique setups, right? If that's the word I can use, because mm-hmm. a lot of people aren't in traditional relationships. They're in setups, situations. So you're talking about like um, open relationships and stuff like that? Or things you can't even call a full relationship because a lot of people are together, but... Situationships? (laughs) Yeah. Situationships. I think that's a good way of looking at it because sometimes you're just associated with somebody or affiliated or you're on lockdown with somebody just Mm. because. And it's hard to deal with that on a long-term basis because I think we've been dealing with the fast pace and the fast life for so long that COVID right now has kind of slowed things down. So the dude that's cheating on his girlfriend going by this person's house, that person's house, you know, a couple of times throughout the day now has to find a set place because Mm. the freedom isn't there. Yeah, he has to keep his he has to keep his side things to a minimum. <laughs> and then maybe just have the main and then cut those out because people's time management now is becoming an issue. Facts. And sharing yourself around, you know, it was cool when you were in control, but now the government is. Mm. And they're dictating to us what we can and cannot do. Yeah. And how, you know, free we can, you know, be in certain environments and then now we have to wear masks and, you know, a lot of people are hurting. So they're turning to social media, they're going online and you know, I've stepped away from YouTube for a little bit, but, you know, I have all the things going on in my own life as well. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you just get that calling to come back because I feel like what I've been doing in regards to interviews, vlogging, uh, questioning people's intimacy and being able to share my own experience with people and advice. I still have emails and I still have people requesting to like learn, you know, learn things from me. Also, even like... um before we even get into what the people can do, like you've had some like racy material online too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just me, because like, that's the difference. Like I have- Like you, you, you push the boundaries. I have, and you know, it caught up to me before, I mean, YouTube channel got taken down and all kind of nonsense was going on. Mm. Cause a lot of people can't handle it. It's strong material, but if you break it down, it's similar to what we all face, think of, or actually have done. Uh-huh. And that's the thing about experience. It can be shared. It can be influential. And it can be a learning moment for people that are either trying to go and do certain things or just to get their mind open to what options and opportunities are out there. Facts. And that's what I did on my channel. It's, you know, Alizé Vlogs. Um, and that's all about going places where you might not want to go doing things that you might not want to do. So I might start off with an innocent tutorial and have props and stuff like that, but I've been that realist to actually do the real stuff and showcase that as well. So I'm coming from a place of depth when I'm experimenting and explaining sexuality and curiosity. So even with um, with this show here, Zay Links, this is going to be a very interactive show with the people. And... Um, I just want the people to know that y'all can like send us emails. You can send us DMs. Um, let the people know your social media first um, before you let them know the email. Yeah. Um, so that they can follow you on your Instagram and then send you the questions via DM. You know, um, I don't know if you. No I've dick, had questions no, already. Yeah. You got some questions already? <laughs> yeah, I have good, some. Good. And, and, and no dick pics, guys. Relax. Unless, unless that's what you want. No. <laughs> right? So no dick pics. relax. But 
you your privacy is respected. I won't call out names unless you want it. Like that's where the interactive part comes. So Zaylink is a space again, a social space to allow me to be that person, that expert, that consultant, that uh, therapist, whatever you want to call me, whatever I do for you, to be that individual to absorb and take on what you want me to learn about you and your curiosity and answer it the best way I can. You guys have been watching my tutorials, music videos, rap videos, um, you know, all the stuff I do, vlogs, and you've had questions. And you've seen my other content in many other forms and in other places, and you've wanted to know, how can I ask Zay Alizé direct what I want to ask her? This is that platform. You can send me DMs. I've already got some. I'll read some of the questions and I'll be able to answer them. Can't wait for those. And I won't say any names. That's the beauty of it. So Zaylink will also evolve to have uh, contact for those of you that want to talk to me um, with limitations. But you will be able to do that by leaving voice messages. And that will be played, you know, on air where we'll be actually um, playing them throughout the show. So if you have questions, you can even send them by video. If you want to send a video asking your question, send it to me on Instagram. My handle is Alize Vlogs, same as YouTube and um, Instagram. I'm on Twitter as well, not as active, but mainly Instagram and um, uh, YouTube. And the email address again is going to be Zaylink416. Sorry, Zaylinks. So Z A E L I N K S at gmail.com. Same. And you can um, send your question or comments, whatever you want to, you know, interact with me about. You can send it. And you're going to be having guests as well. Like, you know what I mean? We're going to be trying to get as many different women and men in here to have like real conversations about intimacy and different things behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? That are behind closed doors. Yeah. I like that idea. Um, Also, I want to mention quick, fast um, and like you're only gonna be seeing me here this one time, right? All right, <laughs> and then I'll be me. <laughs> it's gonna be Zay. She's gonna be able to take care of you. You know what I'm saying, and and get you through this audio ride and visual ride. And speaking of the audio ride, this is gonna be available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, all the listening platforms um, under the We Love Hip Hop banner. When you go um, underneath the We Love Hip Hop on on Spotify and all those different places I mentioned, you'll be able to find Zay Link. You'll be able to find the We Love Hip Hop podcast as well as Six Views Uncut. Mm. You know so it's saying? a major platform and it's only expanding. And I feel really honored to be a part of this network because if you go back in the history of We Love Hip Hop, you'll be able to see some of my interviews <laughs> from before. And that was about two years ago. So time is flying and now we're in COVID. But I was a lot more active back then and I was around. Can we go through a little history of what happened back then? <laughs> Huh? You're gonna you're gonna show a throwback of the clips. Yeah, I'm, well, it's a uh, it's um an edited clip because okay. the original clip that went up back then, all right. And shout out to the the show that we used to have called Six List. Okay, there was your interview. Yeah, and one of the portions had some edits in it that was a little bit over the edge. I get flagged a lot. <laughs> I used to, at least, because, I mean, now there's a lot more of uh, content control. But, yeah, I did music videos that were, uh, I wouldn't say overly explicit, but, you well, know. Well, for YouTube, they were happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, again. And it, and it came, and that was the third strike that the channel was having at the time. Uh-huh. And they were like. So, I was responsible. Cut off! <laughs> so, your channel got shut down. My channel got shut down. Holy. So, hey, it's a bonding experience. And here we are again. <laughs> Don't kill me right We 
that shit down. So I, I mean, know, damn, right? I'm the common link, right? So mm. like, why not just create a show about the Z link and hope, you know, for the best. So that's what it is. That's where we are right now. And um, I know that I've been a voice and an influence for many people all over the world. I've gotten lots of emails and uh, requests for more content. And it's like I was, you know, down for a bit. Mm. I have my own personal struggles. You know, I have a situation right now. Yeah, so um, talk about what's going, what's been going on with you over the last, let's say, few months, even through the pandemic. Oh, man. It's a little bit lonely. Um, and I think a lot of people are feeling the loneliness, not where they just don't have any friends or anything. It's just a loneliness of isolation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very psychological thing that once you start to isolate people and segregate them, then they start to exhibit these type of emotions and feelings and state of mind. Yeah. Like when you know that you're not going to be able to just go certain places and have these social interactions and you're now twiddling your thumbs, you're figuring out, figuring out what am I going to do? Yeah. Okay, I can't be around a certain amount of people or I can't be as flexible as I want to be to go around. So I was doing you know, a lot of soul searching as well, trying to figure out, you know, like I have my own business as well. So I'm an entrepreneur in many areas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes things gets a little bit, it gets a little bit boring or it just, you know, you start feeling like... I. I need to do what I actually love doing because sometimes we do what we like to do yeah, or we just do what we're compelled to do or we do what, or you know, we have to do the money drives us to do. But yeah. then there's things that are passionately motivating us. And I feel like the influence I've given online has affected a lot of people in a lot of positive ways, maybe mm-hmm. some negative. I'm not going to discredit those that, that maybe don't like me, mm-hmm. but um, I think I've been mostly a positive influence and my tutorials. I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm glad I did it when I did Mm. because the body just doesn't work the same after a while. Mm. And I'm not saying that I don't have certain abilities and stuff, but things happen. You know, I was in a car accident and that's Mm. a real thing. That's a game changer. So even like with the car accident, all right. Mm. And then we'll get into our our topics in, in in a minute. Right. How do you think that's affected your sex life? Oh man, <laughs> limitations, man. Like I'm very, very, um, I would say athletic and um, <laughs> adventurous. And I like to do things very um, pleasing to myself in the sense where I, don't, I just don't like traditional forms of sex, basically. Talk about it. <laughs> so like, I mean, I, I have a lot of fetishes myself. And I mean, a lot of the time, sometimes when I have partners, they're not always on board. So that alone is like a downer. It's like, mm. oh my gosh, I could be very extreme for people. And it's just like, that's just my drive. That's just my levels. And I'm up here when it comes to intimacy and stuff. Like, Okay, so give us give us a couple of examples of some of these fetishes. And I'm not saying it to like be cocky or anything. It's just the energy you guys see from me in my music videos, in my vlogs, in my um, sexpert categorization. It, that's a real entity in me. Like, it's not like I'm just trying to be that way. And then regular life, I'm just like, okay, like, uh, what do you want to do? No, like I'm, you know, gung ho for like- Give let's, us an example. I don't like to kiss and tell, but like, I mean... No, no, I'm not saying like, you're not putting out the person, but give us an example of a fetish that maybe like some of the men that might be into, or maybe they might be like, nah, that's too much for me. Okay, I like dialogue during sex. Like, that's a fetish, you know? Like, I like being touched a certain way. Mm-hmm. I like certain, you know, specifics. And it's it's not tedious. It's not a lot of challenging stuff. But for me, like, for instance, if like... 
like I have an injury, like in my shoulder, for instance, mm-hmm. like this left shoulder. Um, since the car accident and stuff, it just got worse, and I have to have a surgery very soon, which I'm, you know, scared and a little bit intimidated of. But hopefully, it's to make me stronger and better right. and give me better balance. But let's just say, like for instance, um, since the accident and stuff like that, I have been impacted sexually because it's limited me. Mm. Y'all know I'm really good at my neck. My back, <laughs> my neck, my back, <laughs> and those areas were so fucked, like messed up. Like when I got the accident and got in the accident and everything. So, like for instance, if you're on top mm-hmm. and you're on all fours, like having a you know injury in your shoulder will create Wait, like a limb. That's two different positions. <laughs> you're on top and you're on all fours. Yeah. Okay. Like okay, if you're on your knees and you're like. Okay, let, let's just say, like, for instance, you're in 69 and you're, like, the woman, like myself, mm-hmm. over the person. It's it's almost frustrating because, like, you can't put a lot of pressure down on both hands. Your shoulders start getting yeah. tired. Mm. There's a weakness. And I don't like weakness, <laughs> especially in the category of sexuality or sex. I don't like weakness. Mm. It's a pet peeve and it's just like a, it's a disability to me and it's sad. You know, because mentally, like, I'm all, you know, strong and good to go and do certain things. And then the reality is, like, I'm trying to hold myself and I'm trying to, you know, enjoy that experience. And then it's like, you know, I have to be a soldier. I have to try to, like. Yeah, soldier it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay. I'm, we're going to be redirecting the questions towards, I guess, me at some point. <laughs> I, I have a question for to, you. Um, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> I got one more question on that. Yeah. With the, with the injury. So you're doing your thing, mm. right? Or starting to, and then you're, like you're, 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 okay. Mm-hmm. You're in the middle of fucking, yeah. And your shoulder starts to hurt, yeah. Do you also equally start getting dry, or do you still no, are able I'm to maintain going, your moisture? I, listen, I am like, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. I don't give a shit. Like I, I'm trying to work through it, <laughs> and I'm trying to still go Soldier like I'm like a a plus. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm trying to go hard, and it's like. <laughs> It's frustrating, you know, like I'm trying to like enjoy myself and I want to like my mind wants me to do all types of positions or do all kind of crazy stuff. And then mm. my body is like, uh, hello, <laughs> you can't put the same balance of weight on your left side that you can your right. And then I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I can do this. I'm going to try. And then sometimes you'll just one handed or whatever. And it's real. My mind is telling me no. <laughs> exactly. <But> my body. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It is a mental struggle and a physical one. So I'm fighting my body and my body's fighting my mind because. I'm a very strong, strong-minded person, and like when my mind is telling me I could do things, and this is re- relative to a lot of people out there that might be struggling with disabilities or injuries or anything mm. that just sets your course off track. That you're you don't know your body as well as your body knows you. You might think you can do things or tell your body you're going to go with this momentum and have this drive and energy, but your body will correct you many times and be like, nah. Because it will just collapse. It will do like the most creative things at the wrong times that you think it's not supposed to. But, you know, our body has its own clock that it's working on and our mind has another one. So it's a challenge for sure. So let's get into some of our topics. Um, you have some topics? Because I wrote down a couple. All right. Yeah. Um, I have three here. Dating in a pandemic. Do Toronto mans eat pussy? <laughs> and where do women prefer the nut to land? Mm. Which one do you want to start with? 
Or uh, what? What do you got? Oh, I had some questions um, off uh, Instagram that. Some okay, people... so we'll, we'll do the question segment after. Yeah. Let's 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 go through our topics first, and then we'll get to our questions. And then the question I have for you gets fit in where? And we'll do, and then we'll get to the, <laughs> the, the Friday Ricky Dread <laughs> questions. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so, I'm done. dating in a pandemic, mm-hmm. do Toronto men eat pussy? Um, and where do women prefer the nut to land? Which one you want to start with? Uh, do Toronto men eat pussy? Talk about it. Do yes, they? yes, they do. They do. And I think it's, um, hmm. What goes on behind closed doors is the, I think, the truth of it all. Because there are some people who, in a social setting, might shun it. And maybe they don't have the right woman to do it with. I think that's another key factor. Because a lot of times people are in relationships and they're not as attracted to that person to do certain things. Like, some people are not in love and they're together. So the passionate, the passionate level of sex or intimacy might be downgraded. It might just be casual missionary or it might just be like, okay, let's just do it. Whereas people that are really passionately involved and engaged and in love might want to have a lot more um, engagement. They might kiss. They might do some foreplay. They might do, you know, oral. They might actually do 69 or they might just prefer to go down on the other person. They could be givers or they could be takers. So why do we lie? Or not we, because I, I don't lie. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> People know I eat pussy. Like, what the fuck? Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're grownups. However, why do men are the first thing? Why is that? I think it's because they want to see the reaction in your response to their response. Because some people open up. They put up walls and they want to test the waters before they fully come up with um, the revelation. So they want to see exactly what direction you're going in. So for me, a lot of people can sense my sexual energy. They can hear it. They can see it. And they already have me um, labeled as um, a hypersexual female, which I am. So they're not really going to be as intimidated. A lot of people are going to be more forward with me about their sexuality that they probably wouldn't be with their partners. They would want to have conversations about eating pussy or like going down on me or like what they'd want to do to me without even knowing me. And that's that. Um, and that's that fantasy aspect. I was just about to say that sounds like some fantasy stuff. Like yeah. they see you as the fantasy, and they're like, "Yo, I'm gonna eat your pussy, girl." And cause, well, they can probably tell it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, um, they might look at me, and I think that that's where certain delicacies come into sexuality of who you pick and choose what you want to do certain things with. Because even like, let's just talk about that extended the vagina is right close to the asshole and a lot of guys will say that they don't eat ass but i know a lot of guys that actually enjoy it and i myself like groceries <laughs> and i myself have had it done um and it, it's just a discipline again into fetishes to understand that it has to be mutual it has to be consensual because if you're not into something that somebody else is it's not organic and it's not natural where the experience will be shared mm-hmm. and that the comfort because i'm very open in sex like I, I don't really shun from certain things if i don't do it then i don't do it but i'm not going to be like yo gross because i've been so exposed and experienced that like i know what it is yeah. so if anybody were to tell me that yo like i like this or like yo i want to suck your toes I've had my toes sucked, so that's not a surprise for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had all types of things done, and it's like, it's been in such a militant way where, like, I'm not, I'm very shocked at the things that people say or show me or want to do to me. Um, you know, some people 
have, you know, extreme vulgarities. A lot of people are into aggressive sex or even um, like bondage. Mm. You have to understand that. And I think I was talking about this just the other day in regards to will a man let himself be handcuffed or tied up in a sexual manner? Whoa, 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 That's whoa, topic. whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. We can stay there. <laughs> uh, because like it's it comes back to the eating pussy thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a thing that like if mans are doing that, they're not like running around telling everybody. Even though to me eating pussy is like grade school at this point, you know what I'm saying? Like to some because some people might not do it well or they might be intimidated or they might not be prepared at the type of pussy that's presented to them. What are you talking about like if there's like a <laughs> a innie or an Audi pussy? Or- yes, and uh, some people have preferences. And some people, for instance, again, they're with a partner that they've been with for a long time and they don't have that sexual drive, like they're not in love with that person. Well, not necessarily because there's men that are on road and they're just meeting gal and they're just yamming out their cooch, right? But that girl is so appealing healing and appetizing at that moment that's the difference but then they'll lie and say they don't eat pussy though that's i'm i'm, talk, I'm talking from the perspective of the men who lie right? the stigma with it because only because it depends on who they're speaking to mm. if they feel judged or they feel like insecure about who's gonna know about that actual fact mm-hmm. they're gonna be more reserved but if they're doing it with somebody that like is like me and they don't have no real con- connection or attachment to me then they'll openly say it and a lot of men will say it more comfortably in certain in front of certain females than in front of certain guys. I get what you're saying now. So even, and that's the thing too, it's the funniest part because a lot of guys share porn amongst themselves and they'll show these very um, intimate acts being done if they're sending videos to each other on WhatsApp. I've seen it myself. Mm-hmm. Guys send porn all the time to each other, but they act like they don't watch it. <laughs> a lot of guys will they're not watching it on the one they're, they're, they just they just <laughs> got it to send to their friend <laughs> which yeah, is a little bit sus to me, to me. so when it's saying? forwarded to you that's when you know that it's not an authentic thing that they're actually you know like engaging it's just mm. it was sent to them so they always try to be very calculated so okay <laughs> for what you said right there i understood this right because mm-hmm. i'm learning i'm you know what i mean I'm, I'm a man here learning from that Zay smells Link. good do you, you want to smoke? No, no, no. Okay. Social distance. Um, <laughs> okay. What I'm getting from what you're saying is if it's Beyonce, niggas would be like, yeah, I ate her pussy. But if it's um, Beyonce B from um, from around the corner, they'd be like, nah, nah, I never, I never ate that. And they will. And it depends on the caliber of woman too. Like if she's just like what men them consider regular and she's not like a baddie, but like... You know, everybody, she's like, yo, he ate my pussy. Niggas would be like, no, nah, I didn't. But if Beyonce said it, they'd be like, yeah, I did. Mm. And then again, it's just like, um, nobody likes that humiliation feeling. Mm. And as much as we do things that are risky or bold or brave, there's always an element of humiliation that we feel. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people do things where they don't like to be confronted and, uh, and this is where secrecy and privacy comes in. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will do things in the dark and quiet. And when they're in control of it, it's almost like somebody lies and they put like their, uh, they cross their fingers and they know they're crossing their fingers. So they feel safer <laughs> knowing that they're like creating this divine intervention of the lie saying that it's okay if I lie, but only because like I'm crossing my fingers. So therefore I shouldn't have real consequence. Yeah. So it's that um, ideology that a person has to believe that they're in control of the knowledge, the secret, or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. 
if a man is going down on his girl, for instance, and they've never done it before, and he feels bold and brave because he's been watching stuff and he's he's now prepared to do it. So you're talking about a guy who doesn't have experience doing this. Right. There might be somebody who is fairly new to it. And there's some people that are considering themselves pros. Mm -hmm. So not everybody that, for instance, I've dated has gone down on me. Okay. Right. And there are people that have a few that have. So you're okay with that. That's, that's not a deal breaker. No. And, and that's the weird part. A lot of people don't understand that about me is that I was more a giver. Mm. I would more so perform like oral and stuff like that and do a lot of the things I like to do than to be in high expectation that that was a requirement. Yeah. Cause I was open to other forms of stimulation. Like I, I don't mind it. Like it's amazing. It's great. But I kind of got into it more later on in life, believe it or not. Mm. I never really had that like teenage experience, so to speak, where that was going like happening to me on a regular. Like I never really had that until like so my that's, adult years. That's see, that goes back to what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because like from your upbringing and stuff like that, like you were like, you grew up in the hood and stuff? Hi, Malvern. <laughs> yeah, okay, so the hood. But I'm not a hood chick, so. But, I, but you grew up in like hood circumstances or around hood circumstances. Around hood mans, we can say that, yeah. Right? And average hood mans are not just out there just eating pussy. So then you were kind they of. experienced. They didn't even have the knowledge. Of my, I'm not even knocking anybody, but growing up in that hood time, mm -hmm. uh, like when I did, I don't think a lot of the guys were even mentally experienced enough themselves sexually to even know how to like not finesse a girl, but like to really intimately get to her. Like the foreplay was on point and all of that. Mm -hmm. I think because they were more into porn back then, they just wanted to, okay, I see that. So yeah, I'm just going to do this, did it, that. Yeah, but the guys are sucking pussy in the porn too, right? You, like we know this, right? <laughs> like they're not just getting their dick sucked. Guys trying to ignore that. And I think they oh, also... Oh, they skip past that part? <laughs> they absorbed it. It went in their subconscious. <laughs> it went in their subconscious, but I feel like they focus more on certain things. Because I think even when I was growing up, a lot of guys were more into threesomes or, you know, they wanted to have two girls. Like the fantasy element was just being experienced because we were adolescents. We were mm -hmm. high school. There was only a matter of time we could actually have sex. It wasn't like now where you have grown relationships where people are sleeping over mm -hmm. and you can spend a couple, three, you know, three, four days and we're mature you, you know? gotta squeeze it in before your before mom Brooks come yeah. home <laughs> and that's what it was. and a lot of people were just losing their virginity in their teenage mm -hmm. years so nobody was super experienced to really lock down maybe i think that category because if a guy did go down on a girl and he, it, it was almost like you're pointing fingers just like me like i gave head in high school you know what i mean like i did those raw things that i'm able to do even now so mm -hmm. this was a part of my nature and you know that was my skill but guess what like there was people that loved that but then there was people that would point fingers, but still love that. Yeah, they're shunning you about it, but on but the low, they, they want some. They're they like, yo, it. can I get oh a brain as well, shorty? Yes, and then you were labeled a brainer, you were labeled a hoe, you, but you were just a realist. You just didn't give a fuck, because especially if you weren't tied to a relationship, and I was the kind of girl that, like, when I wasn't dating somebody, like, I was real. I mm -hmm. might like four guys, and I'm like, yo, I'm going to do all these guys. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I was sleeping with them. It was just like I was doing intimate acts that I was comfortable doing, mm -hmm. and I was really good. You know what I mean? So it's like, and again, I'm not tooting my horn. I'm talking from personal experience in regards to a mature way of talking about sexual confidence. Well, you know what I'm getting from this? What? I feel like when you're explaining it, you're explaining it from a position of empowerment. Like I can mm. see or I can hear like, you know, you know, fuck it. I, I, I wanted four guys, whatever. Like it wasn't like, 
It was control. And this is where, again, because there's people that would be like, oh, my gosh, like there was girls that were in high school with me that were dating people. And it was like they were more reserved. But I was always like a very curious person. Mm -hmm. And I was always like a boss mentality. Like I'm empowered. Like I own my vagina. I own my body. Mm -hmm. I own my mouth. If I want to appoint a guy that he's deserving of getting a certain level of treatment from me, mm. he should be allowed to. And if I think I like, if I'm crushing on four guys, and this is a real story, actually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did like, you know, certain people and I thought they were deserving of it. And mm. I felt entitled that if I shared my interest with them or I crushed on them or I liked them and I wanted to do something, I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I did it. Mm, she did it. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's tackle another topic here. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, <laughs> I like the two, there's the two the the dating in a pandemic, right? Okay, let's do that one first before the nut one because the nut one I I I got that from somewhere else. Mm. I was listening to somebody else's podcast. Oh, brilliant idiots with um Charlemagne <laughs> the God and um Andrew Schultz, and they were talking about it just loosely. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? Let's bring. I want to see. I want to see what Alize thinks about this. But Insane. the dating in the pandemic. Let's start with that. I think it's hard. And mm-hmm. I actually heard on the radio on Flow today, believe it or not. Like, we listen to a lot of media Shout out guys. To Flo. So Shout out to Ricochet. Exactly. It was Ricochet, I think I was hearing. Mm. And he was talking about um, <laughs> Yeah. And he was talking about um I think some stats pertaining to the relationships of people that even when dating apps were out, the way that people had shock value to that and that with COVID now, it's the whole viral thing, people aren't liking it. Mm-hmm. They're not finding it organic and they're not finding a medium. Because now you're social distancing. If you are in a relationship, you're kind of stuck because mm-hmm. it, some people are valuing, you know, like, do I leave for finances? I'm going to be in a situation. How easy is it for me to get a new place and yeah. take all that on? Or do I just make the most of this and then just have like a virtual escape? Well, also with the dating too, right? Let's say like you're on Tinder, Bumble, any of these different things, right? And you meet somebody, you swipe right, <laughs> you match, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you could just go and have dinner now and see if we like each other because a lot of shit is closed. Right. So is it like now it becomes more of a, okay, we matched. We can try to communicate what via like On Zoom and FaceTime and stuff like that and then link up um, or come to my crib and have <laughs> dinner and stuff like that because we, we can't gotta go come nowhere. at a certain time though because, you know, I live with people. <laughs> well, that like that's the situation too, right? Everybody used If to somebody like lives with people and everybody has to isolate and then that's another thing. You can't just be like linking up with people and be like, oh, that didn't work out. Like, what the fuck? Now you gave me COVID and it could be something else as well. And wearing masks too because you can't really be without one, I guess, unless you're eating. But And now you can't see if Shorty even looks that good because the whole mask thing is covering her. You got to ask her to take it down. Well, actually, no, you matched the picture. So, you know, she, you know, she looked good. Mm. Mm, well, until you meet in person. I got- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Exactly. So I think it's more challenging because at least when people did online dating, they mm-hmm. had the flexibility for the in-person experience and the online. And, you know, it was a buildup. You meet online, then you talk on the phone and then you meet at a place, a yes. mutual spot where it was the movie theater eating at a restaurant or a park or something public mm-hmm. because the whole point of online dating is that you still feel there's creepers you don't want to be catfished and you also feel that there's safety concerns yes just in case you want to meet in a public setting now how do you even get to the point of the meetup it just it, it comes it becomes more like difficult because even online with travel now you can't just book a flight the way you feel like yeah like 
the girl might say travel to a fucking 45 countries in her in her bio and it's like well bitch you ain't going nowhere now <laughs> yeah you're not We're that, Netflixing uh, and chilling now <laughs> socialite you know just traveling but even still like people meet like you know if you're in canada and you're trying to meet somebody in the states like how fast do you think you can get to that person and then social distancing now you have to forcefully accept that person to spend time with you like and it, what if you link and you don't even like the person right you're like oh and then it's a waste of time but you, you're you're in a situation. You're already gone. Like, well, like, I ain't doing that. Uh, like, if I'm not like going to find somebody, go and link somebody in another city. But I'm a guy. Like, guy, <laughs> guys go everywhere. No, but like, we <laughs> fly women out. They don't fly us out. <laughs> it's a new age. Some women, if they're looking for like a cougar or a sugar mama, maybe. Yeah, like, it, well, shit. <laughs> Are you available? <laughs> fly me out, yo. You know what I'm saying? Send send the tickets to your boy. You know what I'm saying? I'll send you my gubby. He's ready. Um, but it is challenging. It is, honestly, because then again, it, I don't know. It's almost like when you're, you're given those situations, like, what would you do? Mm-hmm. If you're, like, considered to be trapped and, like, people put, present these situations all the time, like, you know, like, who has your back? Who's going to be there for you? If something happens to you, you know, like when people say, like, pretend to be dead and see who actually checks for you. When you're now forced in a situation where if COVID-19 is happening, which it is, and you are supposed to be forced to stay in an environment with somebody that you love or you care about or that you're close to, the question is, who is that person going to be? Is it the person that you fight with all the time, the one that you're so annoyed with, the one that you can't stand, that you're cheating on all the time? Or do you find somebody that you is more desirable and that you just want to, you know, think that you can spend time with? Because in actuality, when you do spend a certain amount of time with somebody. It's a different experience, right? So dating somebody is different from like a living experience with somebody. But now the traditional form of dating, talking, chatting, evolving into sleepovers and stuff becomes challenging because of COVID. If you are following the rules, we know there's tons of people that are not. So they're obviously mingling, a big if. mingling and doing whatever they got to do. But it's a challenge all around. I think whether it's a COVID situation or online or in person, I think we're always going to have difficulties because of people's temperaments, compatibility, and another thing I like to say, likability. Likability. Okay, let's get to our last um, topic here. Where do girls prefer the nut to land? It depends. If you're very young, just kind of, you know, fresh into the thing, And you're experiencing a lot of, I guess, porn influence. It's usually in the face. Mm. But reality, people, I, I put on makeup. You know, I go out. <laughs> I'm not trying to have my fucking, like, eyelashes all dripping. And I have to, like, you know, I don't have a wipe in my bag that's just going to wipe everything <laughs> off. And then I'm just going to spend another good hour putting it on or 20 minutes, whatever the case is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, face is a fucking no-no. Um, in the mouth sometimes. Mm. Depending on... I'm not, because mm, I want that pause. <laughs> um, I'm just like... The mouth. Listening. <laughs> I'm listening. Um, chest, ass. There's so many places on the body. Stomach. Jeez. It depends. If you're doing... Honestly, if you're doing missionary and the guy is over you, mm-hmm. the easiest spot is probably your belly, like your stomach, because he's going to pull out and then this the easiest place. If you're mm. doing it from the back, then most likely on your lower back or your bum cheek. Probably okay. wants to drip it off too. <laughs> 
And these are all preferences, or just like if if it, if it happens, it happens. Um, like, what's asking? your preference? Okay, that's what I was asking. Um, it depends on what position I'm in, because I want like. So if you're if you're on your back and man's giving you missionary, you know what I'm saying? He's about to blow, and he's like, "Where do you want it, baby?" There's not really, <laughs> there's not much dialogue. Even though, like, you don't like the dialogue thing, but, like... I do, actually. Well, actually, you don't... Like, didn't, didn't you say you didn't like too much? No, I like the talking. Okay. So, he's like, okay, where do you want it? If he says that, then my stomach. Okay. Like... That's it, your it, first instinct. But if you're if you're giving oral, and, like, if I'm kneeling and he's standing over me, then naturally my chest. I mean, mm. I'm dodging the face. Like, it's a matrix. Like, Right? And then... <laughs> I'm not trying to get my I'm face so putting up. the Matrix gift in that right there when you said that. <laughs> but like, seriously, that's what it is. It's almost like a whiplash. Like, I'm moving out of the way because when I put on my makeup, it's once for the day. That's mm. what it is. There is no, like, let me just, no. Niggas, you got to listen to this. Or, not, just niggas, sorry. <laughs> Men, listen to what she's saying because... You said, I put it on my makeup. I'm not doing this two, three times today. Like Once so, like, for the day. And it's just, you know, like I have my finisher that I spray on. So like, it is on. When I do it from day, it's on until I clear it off at night. Mm. So if there is activity in between, it's not going on the face. I'm sorry. If you want a second round, no nothing's on the face. Mm-mm. Sorry, no. guys. Um, Reality. <laughs> let me let me ask one more question on that before we get to our next segment on the, on the landing thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, so upset. I'm so obsessed with this today. <laughs> um, okay. <End> day. <laughs> Do women prefer men to land a nut somewhere or do they prefer... Inside? Inside. Fuck. <laughs> you knew what I was saying. <laughs> I was saying great minds think alike, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telepathic. That could, that could work. I'll go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, like the thing is like, fuck, you're not wasting the shit. Like get over it. I'm so fucking pissed. I've been so annoyed with certain people from years ago that felt like I don't want to waste it. Please. Okay, fuck. explain. Wasted like wasted how? Waste is it waste when it's outside or waste inside? Like outside. They feel like they have to put it inside. Like meaning that it has to either go in your mouth or go into your vajayjay or your wherever they're putting it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just come. Like you can come again. But uh, unless there's a problem that you don't want to address about your account, but at the so, same time, uh, okay, I'm confused. Uh, help my man brain. <laughs> okay, yeah. this one up here, right? <laughs> this one. Here. Okay, well, both of them. But <laughs> listen, yeah, are you are you saying that mans are like mad because they can't nut inside? And they're like, they're wasting it if they're not outside? Yes. And I think a lot of people take it personal because some people feel like a connection is made when I've never said that. Kudos to you. I think it's weird that some people feel like it's being wasted. It's just a matter of like preference. Personally, because some people have irritations to semen Mm -hmm. and they have a reaction. Sometimes semen in the vajayjay will cause a yeast infection. You know, different things. So it's just real talk. My mind just blew for a second. And it's just facts, right? There's things that lead to certain things. So the the idea of ejaculating on, you know, the person's body part or whatever, it's not going to waste. You've accomplished the mission, <laughs> right? You've released. You made it <laughs> yeah. to the finish line. <laughs> Congratulations. So you've made it. It's just about where you put that. So it's 
if you really are trying to be on that vibe with that person, like spiritual vibe, and you guys are together and it's a close thing, yeah, you might even swallow it. Like that's just an option. Mm. But that's like you have to really, really check for that person. And I don't say it lightly. Like you have to really check. So yeah. from Zay's perspective, mm-hmm. that should be another segment. Let me write that down. <laughs> Not right now, but you know what I mean. Um, women yeah. like the nut outside more than they like the nut inside it's cleanup because for a lot of women like not everybody's practicing safe sex in regards to birth control and all those things mm-hmm. not every woman has an iud and meaning that she has something inserted in her vagina in her vagina so that she's not going to get pregnant okay not every woman has that iud yeah put that on the bottom of the screen yeah a medical procedure mm-hmm. not necessarily a full-out surgery but it gets put in your uh your uterus area so that when you do have sex if it is inside or out the idea is that the hormone circulation of all that's going on down there will prevent any pregnancies. Mm-hmm. That's the gist of it. Yeah. And it's a safer way and it's good for usually five years. Yeah. So for women that haven't known about this, try it. Because the birth control of pills or injections or guess what? The favorite one I like, I don't take pills. Get the fuck out of here. You want a baby? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, there's, that's, there's a lot of women out here having babies. Was that cough for that? <laughs> No, that's that's me smoking too much weed and friggin' vape and all type of idiot. (laughs) My bad. It's not COVID. It's not COVID. I'm I'm good. Right? So that's what it is. It's the preference. Mm -hmm. So um, when it comes to where the person releases, it depends. If it's inside, I just think it's more clean. It's more work. Mm. Sometimes it might irritate the woman's vagina because we have pH levels. And let's get scientific lightly. Talk to them. <laughs> we have different pH levels that affect what comes out of our vagina, right? So in regards to the pH level, if the guy has um, you know, some toxins or whatever's going on in his body and it comes out in his sperm because it's also a part of his uh you know, his bodily fluids, mm-hmm. then it can impact or affect your fluids as a female. And that means Yikes. that if a guy has dirty fingers and he's fingering you, for instance, you could probably get like an infection of some form mm. or irritation or soreness, right? Just like if you're having aggressive, aggressive sex, you could get burning or discomfort or some irritation because of the pressure and the um, the friction. Mm-hmm. So it happens. It's our bodies. Get familiar with it. That's just the reality. Yeah. So if he comes inside and you don't have any reaction, it could be okay. But just the cleanup. You don't want to have to sit over the toilet long enough to let that shit drain out because sometimes it comes out like later on. It doesn't just all just drop out one time. Mm. Especially if he has a big load to let loose. It will stay up there a little bit and come down later on. Wet your panties up and yeah. It is what it is. Um <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I have one more question for you. Mm. Uh, regarding to this the whole nut nut thing of what even the nut in the inside part, right? Mm. Um, do you all is it like a must to go pee at right after it's not a must it also depends on how the woman orgasms during sex because usually it's a response mm-hmm. when the person has that flush afterwards right so it, when y'all go pee is, is it to get the come out or is it just like sometimes if a girl's not like coming during sex like that reaction and that aftermath is usually a part of that process like afterwards where it's like that flush mm-hmm. for the body to just relax because i've had instances where i've had like a lot of uh, fluids uh, <laughs> and then it's just like afterwards like there might be a little bit left over but usually you want to like 
ergonomically, like if you're having sex and stuff and there's like uh, come inside of you, ergonomically you sitting on the toilet allows that drainage. You can't really have that like flow out by, you know, being in different positions. If you're lying down, it's more like it's kind of staying. So you're kind of encouraged to just let it out unless you're trying to get pregnant. We didn't even address that. If you're trying to get pregnant, then yeah, you're going to let it want to stay, you know, want it to have it like stay up there. But uh, for most people that aren't trying to get pregnant, then yeah, you're going to want that drainage out. And that means literally stooping, standing up or sitting and squatting in the position where you let that uh, exit. Yeah, that's when like when y'all put the legs in the air and do all yep. that crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? OK, um, let's 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 go to our next segment here. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go good? all night, man. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> okay, let me uh, make sure we get the camera switched over. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So you got questions? Yeah. See, I put a timer on that. <laughs> we're super, we're super ghetto on episode one, so don't even worry about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> production thing, production, production. Yes. But um, yeah, you got some questions. Where'd you get the questions from? Uh, Instagram. I got uh, DMs. So they keep changing Instagram up. Like I mean, the layout. Like oh my gosh. Let me try to find them right now. Okay, so actually, I got a couple questions here. I'm gonna check um, the Instagram story that I put up and see if anybody responded. All I seen was like a threat from rappers. <laughs> when there's so much like positive sex talk to have. Oh my gosh. Oh my, I didn't realize there was these much uh, questions. Um, okay. Jeez. That's what's going on over there? Yeah. So, okay. Again, I respect your privacy, so I'm not going to say your name. But Do they want your name to, is it in the comments or is it in the question? Oh, uh, it's in your, your thing. DM, yeah. So. Okay, nice. They said, they asked me, uh, do you think foot jobs are more normal or more on the fetish side? Mm. And I was, I would say that the best way to answer that is if somebody is enlightened into fetishes and they understand what feet fetishes are, then it's normal. I find feet fetishes normal, right? Because I've specialized in that area. Okay. Where I've had feet slaves and I've had my feet um, nicely caressed and sucked and a lot of beautiful stuff happened. So I understand the language of foot fetishes. The person has to be in tune with it in order to understand it, in order to accept it. Nice. Right? Nice. nice. Okay. Next one. Is there a nice way to ask for head? Mm, That's a great question. It is. Very, very good. Um, Again, depends. Even when you're in a long-term relationship, I still find that there's still a lot of like complications on when you get down to business. Mm. Sometimes there's so much tension in the relationship on a regular basis that to even ask sometimes is pride-driven where you don't ask, you just expect. Right. <laughs> I'm a bougie one. So like sometimes I just fucking expect because I'm always ready to go <laughs> more times. You know, usually it's um, depending on the language. I know what I say. <laughs> What do you say? Can you kiss it? Can you kiss it down there, shorty? Mm, you say shorty. Well, what, whatever <laughs> I choose, whatever. Um, what do you? What's the word that you use for that? Um, sweet nothing bae? that I use. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Do people say bay like casual? I don't know. I don't like bay. Mm. Me personally, 
but it, it's used. I've never been called certain names, so. Well, you know what I'm saying? But babe, shorty, hun, whatever the, 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 the insert word there, you know, can you kiss it down there? Which means more than just kiss it down there. Because if you just peck it, then it's like, <laughs> really? I, I wasn't like peck. saying literally just kiss it and like come back up. Like, <laughs> Oh my. And I, I noticed that a lot of people have different language on how they ask for it. Mm. I haven't, like, not everybody uses the traditional, like, um, can you do this? Or like, even when they're offering it too, they use different language. So. What um, about the overt, like, yo, can you suck my dick? That has to be somebody you don't know, like, well enough. That's probably just, like, a fuck friend or something. Mm. But, like, I don't know. <coughs> because I'm pretty raw with things, but I'm never in a demanding tone for Because, like, uh, even coming out of my mouth, it sounds like a turnoff to, like, yeah. it would be a turnoff to a woman. It's, it's a bit abrupt, yeah. So I don't know in that context. But um, there is a nice way. It's just you got to be creative with it. And if you're already starting with floor, foreplay and stuff like that, and then you're kind of gauging the person, like yanking their head is not going to do it. Like, you don't just grab somebody's head or tell them, like, yo, dick, or yo, <laughs> lick. You don't just do that. Like, there is nice ways to do it. And I think the only best way to do it is with a nice way. So, yeah. That's a great question. Um, next question is, when giving head to a girl, where would you place your hands if not in the vagina? Um it depends if i guess if you're doing oral you could do it there's different ways she could be over you she could be on her back so it depends on what positioning you're in you just hold her body because a lot of women i think enjoy being touched and stimulated in different places so to feel the obvious is if she's on her back and her legs are open you think you're just going to finger her and that's a wrap it's like that might be a little bit aggressive if you're squeezing her legs, you're going up her thighs, you're going down her legs, you maybe, you know, touch her ankles. Like, try to find ways of foreplay to stimulate the body of the person that you're doing it to. Mm. Touch their stomach, like, lift, arch their lower back, you know, like, lift them up, engage with them. I think that's a really safe way to put your hands and not just feeling that you have to finger them while you're, like, going down on them. Because then it becomes just an aggressive approach. I think the sensuality part of sex is lost if it's just sexual aggression I like that answer yeah these are things I do <laughs> you know okay hmm let me see I'm glad you got questions yo let me go check mine now I'm seeing like Mm, check. You got you got like some people who are willing to ask some questions. I got some thuggy ass motherfuckers who are just like <laughs> be nice nah, to be. Ricky's page, man. Be nice. Nah, be. <laughs> or maybe they don't. Okay, maybe it's hard. Or maybe maybe the real truth is that it's awkward for a man to ask a man a question about sex. <laughs> They're like, "What's this guy asking now, fam?" Like, "Yo, get yeah, back to the hip hop, bro." <laughs> The fuck, but bro? you're a man too and you have sex and you have sexual interactions and you know positives and negatives this so is true. at the end of the day you're not labeling yourself a sex bird or an expert at sex but at the same time you're involved in the culture of sex because sexuality is present in hip-hop it's present in you know a lot of the other content that you focus on so mm -hmm. you're even open enough to entertain or engage the conversation of sexuality yeah. nobody's saying that you're here to diagnose or give anybody like an accurate depiction of what might be their issue or anything like that i'm here to learn a brother should be able to be like yo 
you know, I can't, I, I can't fuck this thing. You know, my thing won't like get up and thing like that. Like, it's okay to talk to a man because if your brethren can't be there for you or help you, niggas don't say that shit to each other. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I just thought that. niggas don't say that. Yo, fam, I was trying to smash her and my thing wouldn't get hard. Like niggas ain't saying that shit to each other. Well, I would- uh, not in the conversation, not in my crew at least. <laughs> <laughs> but I would hope that like people can be open about you know their sexual i guess mishaps it's like bloopers <laughs> sexual bloopers you know what we might tell each other when something's wrong like yo fam i think she might have burnt me it's only when you're blaming the girl that it's a bonding vibe with the next dude right mm. we only we only bond on negative things <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh what is the love man the <laughs> yo fam if you fuck it from the side yo, i heard that niggas. makes the girl weak I don't know. Maybe suggest something to the guy or your friend. I don't know. Something. People have to be more open. Man up, brethren. And talk the real things then. Like, it's okay. I mean, you can do it with me. Like, for sure. Get comfortable. Maybe, uh, That's, this, is, this is what this is for. <laughs> yes, Just exactly. hit, hit up Zay. She'll answer the questions. The, the, the questions that you'll be like, yo, I wonder if I could ask the man them this. Nah, they're going to clown me, fam. Ask Zay. I won't Zay laugh Link. at you. Like, I won't. Facts. And I don't. The idea is I've read a few questions already and there's no like weird feelings about it. It's real stuff. And I love the fact that people are engaging in this way. Mm-hmm. So, how does he know? Mm-hmm. Another question is what makes you want to fuck a person? Mm. I think it's very much that, um, oh my gosh. Over the years, you just get so much sure about how to respond to questions like this about sexuality and preference. Because I think when we were younger, we had like the ideal celebrity or the perfect body type that we imagined ourselves having sex with and thought that that was the way to go. Then we have real life. Then we have family situations. Then we, you know, go through different things. Parenthood, we experience things. We go with people that we have serious situations with, people that we hold down, people that disappoint us, people that we feel loved by, people we love, people we get disappointed by that leave us, that cheat on us, that we feel deceived by. So... It's hard to say. It depends on what period we're in mentally. Mm. Because if I'm in a happy relationship, not happy, I don't like using that word. It's so subjective. If we're in a satisfying relationship and sex is good, you know, finances are all right, we're at open communication, we're good to go. Why would I want to fuck another person? Like if that area is being, that void is being fulfilled. Mm-hmm. If I'm fighting with somebody on a regular basis, they don't do what I want sexually or if we're just at differences and it's constant fighting, bickering, unhappiness and, you know, trauma, like in regards to like some real fighting or whatever the case is, I might be more vulnerable to want to fuck somebody just to feel better about myself. Um, I want to fuck somebody to experiment because I'm not getting fucked, first of all, maybe, or maybe I'm not enjoying it mm. because the default person is the same person that I'm always like in chaos with. So... How we determine who we want to fuck changes and the type of person we want to fuck changes as well. Because mm. people go through different stages. Some people are bi-curious and they might start feeling a connection or attraction to the opposite sex or the same sex. And depending on the sexual situation, they might actually go another route because of that stimulation. So determining who, like, who you want to fuck is subjective. Mm. Depends on your mental state. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, you got an email? Uh, I didn't get any emails, but let's do one more. And then we'll, uh, 
I guess the interviews yeah. segment. Um, why does anal feel better? I think because it's... Who's that? Uh, sorry, I don't want to... <laughs> no, it's a, it's, a, it's a question, right? <laughs> you I'm, not, I'm not trying to judge anybody for the question, but is My it a man or a... covering it so he doesn't see the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is it a man or a woman who's ans- asking the question? With online identities, it's hard to tell. But um, mm. gee, why does anal... Because I feel that's, that's a subjective question, no? Not really, because... Girls still fuck girls, anal and vaginal. Guys mm. do the same. So, and then there's transgendered, right? So, which demographic are we catering to with this question? I'm kind of being generic with my response. Well, okay. I guess. And anal doesn't mean penal penetration either. It doesn't mean that it's a penis going in there. Anal, like. Well, you know what? Answer the sorry. way you want to answer it because that's your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's meant to be open minded, but I think anal. Um, Ah, okay. I think depending on what is going in the anus, because you can be fucking somebody and or going down on them oral, and then you are putting fingers in the ass. Now that makes the sex feel better or and more enjoyable when that part process is happening. Mm-hmm. But for some people that just like anal sex, it's just their preference. They just get off more because there's also that prostate area in the ass that gets enlightened and that gets that pleasure that some people just really enjoy and need to get off on. And sometimes that is just that extra heightened level of pleasure than vaginal. And some people can ignore the vagina completely. It's just whatever floats that person's boat, but you could be putting many things in the anus and that's considered like an anal penetration. Doesn't have to mean that it's, you know, penis in asshole. Mm. It could be a sex toy. It could be fingers. It could be a tongue. It could be many forms of um, sexuality. So the specifics have to be relevant when you're talking to anal. But yeah, I know my experience um, with anal pleasure, but that's why the language has to be used correctly. Like anal penetration with penis or a specific thing. Or is it just anal in the sense of something going in there? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Alizé knows. Alizé is giving you the... What is this? It smells so good. Um, It's like a cloud. It's something pink. (laughs) Okay. I always be smoking that that, that gasoline. Um, (laughs) Let's cut to a quick break. Okay. Um, And then we'll get into our, our... I'll let you... Use me as a guinea pig to ask these questions. Beautiful. <laughs> See, that's what I like. He just lets me assume that control. He didn't even try to like hey, challenge it. Yeah. We do it. For, I, I, listen, just for the audience, yo. You know what I'm saying? Are I'm, you I'm not a, necessarily a submissive guy? Um, mm, a break time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for the interview. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So let's get to the interview stuff. Oh wow! Jumping right into it, eh? Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Okay. So would you consider yourself very sexually submissive to the woman in your life or does it depend on the type of female? It depends on the type of female. I don't mind the woman who's willing to take charge of the situation, but I also am not a submissive type of person. Mm, I figured. (laughs) So like if the woman, like I like a woman who will reach reach for the dick you know what i'm saying mm. or like she's not dick shy she's not dick shy yeah. i like that um <laughs> she you know i like a, a woman who will initiate sex 
Yeah. But I'm also not the kind of guy who won't initiate sex. Like, I'll initiate sex all day. You know what I'm saying? Well, sexual Without submission, being, though, like, that, that's, like, more... That, those are, like, casual dating practices. I'm talking about, like, the intimate, like, fetish shit. Like, are you okay with a woman dominating you sexually? Like, being... It depends on what she want to do to me. Hmm. Right? So, because I have certain lines I'm not going to cross. Like, <laughs> you can't put nothing inside my ass. Okay. That was one of my that. questions if you were into uh, prostate massages. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. I've had women who've tried to do that. They try, like, while they're giving me head, they try to slip a finger in. Or, like, they try to, like... Maybe they've tried... Maybe it worked for a guy and it just, like... Yeah, oh. no, 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 no. I, the hand gets... I, I swat the hand. <laughs> you do the move, the swipe. <laughs> Stop that. Like, the Bruce Lee. I, <laughs> Sound effects. This has happened to me like day. back in the day. There was a girl who tried to do it. She tried to she tried to reach twice. Oh, right? She didn't learn the first time. And I was like, <laughs> like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Because the first time it was just like a, a, a casual push. I don't want to kill my vibe, yo. Just don't do that. Don't do that. Like, <laughs> or, you know, or I, I, or I, move, I mushed. Like, like, uh, like you know, I, yeah. I, my body language showed I'm not comfortable with that. But then when she went for the second time, it had to be like a... And then it kills your vibe. You're probably just like, yo, okay, like, like, you know what? I, I, I just realized I got to go. <laughs> I know where her mind was going, like, oh, because it was a freaky girl at the time who I was dealing oh, with. Oh, like you were playing hard to get. Like, okay, maybe if I do it again, he's going to relax. Yeah, because like, I knew like when I was getting into it, yo, this girl, like I could tell she was a freak. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, all right. Or sexually confident. Better, or sexually right? confident. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> right? old school thinking you know what I'm saying <laughs> but like so I knew she was like no I, I try a whole bunch of different things but I guess maybe I was a little bit more square in that aspect where I was like no we're not doing that and that's where getting into fetishes because that's a fetish right there mm -hmm. a prostate play I've been asked to do it um, not often um, in the past but like I, I just if I really wanted to I could but I just never got down to it and 99% of people don't ask for that. So um, you have to be open-minded to it, but it is a form of pleasure. And again, what we're trying to do as human beings is be pleasured and offer pleasure. So there's levels to it in magnitudes that most people don't understand and can accept. So you have to not only just be open-minded to things, if you're like a master at what you're doing, then that just adds more value to it where you know confidently how you're pleasuring that person. But yeah, it was just one of those questions. I was curious to see, like, um, I know you're down, but just to figure out on those levels, because certain language that I use or that I'm exposed to or that I have been involved in, mm. a lot of um, individuals sometimes can't comprehend or um, relate to it. Yeah, That's yeah, the thing, yeah, yeah. relatability. Because my sex language is, like, so intense that I'm sometimes only just teaching people when I'm having conversation. But if you're really on that wave, too, to actually be in, like a like in sexploration mm. i said sexploration sexploration <laughs> yeah mm. if you're into that and you've been exposed to certain things and it's just one of those <coughs> things where you know or you get it mm -hmm. so okay so what else you got for me feet fetishes how do you feel about them in what way like um a woman um well, obviously a woman but like hey like we're open you mean like here. the woman like dealing with my feet or me dealing with the woman's feet? You dealing with the woman's feet. I don't mind that. I've gone in the past where I don't have like a fetish, mm -hmm. but like a girlfriend in the past, like I licked their toes, but it was a girlfriend. Like I was like, okay, yeah. but we've tried so many things at that point in time. 
Then I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to fucking suck your toes. And you made sure that they were clean enough for like your preference. I, I don't remember. Those were really long time ago. <laughs> but uh, hey, again, there are people who like dirty feet. I used feet. to drink in them times. So I might have not been like, yo, go wash your feet first. <laughs> I'm going to go. Li-. I think it was very spontaneous. Like, yo, this, ah, I just went for the toe. Mm. And she had nice feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of guys don't she realize it, but that's a fetish. When Shout you- out to her. Yeah, when you like women that have like pretty feet or that women that take care of their feet, you know, they get it done and, you know, nice polish or if it's all natural, it's well kept. Like sometimes, you know, women with corns and stuff, it's based on situation. We know you go out and wear those sexy heels just for that moment or whatever, but yeah. But I don't have a fetish where it's like, you know, any woman, like if I just had like a one night stand where like she's going to get her toes licked and stuff like nah you don't get off on that so to speak no 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 because there are a lot of people that do and it's you know it's it's an amazing thing to be able to cater to that because i have the advantage you know like i it's feet worshiping you know it's a beautiful thing and you get to study and understand like (laughs) the 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 different (laughs) i can see you guys so into it right now i did i stretch my feet too i'm like (laughs) that's what i'm looking i'm like (laughs) let me just flex my arches Are you like having this a flashback like right now? Like, I'm just getting comfortable because it's, uh, it's funny because I'm like, yeah, you know, I like when my feet were being worshipped because they get the most tender care. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a great feeling, you know, like my arch gets like the arch at the bottom of my foot is so high and it just mm. gets worshipped, gets massaged, played with, kissed, all that good stuff. But you have to be into that to really understand it. So yeah, um, I'm not into it enough to where it's like, I'm just like I, I need it. You haven't experienced pleasure with it. You've just maybe done it for the I was bored. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, I was bored. I was like, I'm like I've been I was with that woman at that space of time for so long. Mm. That you I was wanted like, to appreciate her. Yeah, I was like, okay, well let me start exploring more of her body than just like tits and pussy type of thing. Mm. Okay. That's fair. And that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. You gotta be open minded to, you know, dare to explore. Yeah. Because like, you know, there's like neck, tits, pussy. Neck, tits, pussy. Hey, there's more to a woman's body than that. Exactly. There's, there's on. Okay. You know what? I'll give you. I'll give you. Oh fuck! What do I put myself in this position? Do it. Do it. Friday. It was a Friday. Friday. <laughs> it's Friday the 13th. This honestly, it is, it is Friday the 13th. Oh, Freaky shit. motherfucking Friday. Let's go down right now. Oh. Let's get it on. Let me you pull up answer. a sound effect from the fucking We Love Hip Hop podcast. <laughs> Okay, there was a space yeah. of time where like women's armpits were turning me on. Beautiful. That is the natural body odor of a woman. And like, I, not even like they didn't have to stink it. or anything, but like just like you wanted to smell they, the essence. If 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 they weren't like super fresh, I wasn't like ew. You know what I'm saying? Like, but this is like a, you know like a woman I'm with. Like you that know what is I'm such a primal. Not just some answer. dirty broad off the road. No, 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 for sure. That That's a very good primal answer because a lot of people appreciate the essence of a woman's body. And mm. I've had mine appreciated in all aspects and all levels. So like I can really feel that language right there. And that's deep because there are men like you that will fuck a girl regardless if she just had a shower or she's been like whatever because yeah. you just want that experience. You want that energy, that vibe, that aura, that essence all at that moment. Mm-hmm. And she might not understand that because... I've had episodes where it's just like, I want you now. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I want to fresh it up. Da, 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 da. Nah, I want that. It's yeah, like, and I, damn. I, I, I felt, <laughs> I felt kind of like, and this is like, I don't even need to say this because like, whatever, I'm my own fucking man. But this is like super years ago, right? So 
even at the time when I was like, I would try to present it to the woman, like I would be like, or to that woman, she was like kind of weirded out about it. And we were kind of young still, like, so maybe it was like our, our, our maturity level at the time. But I'd be like, or maybe it was my presentation. Did you say, <laughs> did you, how did you ask? Was it nice or was it very passive? Like, can I smell your armpits? Uh, it was it was a little bit more aggressive than that, I guess, but not aggressive. What did you say? Like when we'd be in, like we in the heat of the moment, you know what I'm saying? Like I'd start- Do you make sniff sounds? I'd start, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> But I'd start smelling her armpits, and she'd be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'd love the way you smell, all right? Aww. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you were a lover boy. Oh, certif- certified lover boy. <laughs> no, that's deep, and it's like... But she found it weird, so I felt kind of demonized in a way, if that's I, the right word I'm using. I love that situation, because me looking on the situation from the outside in, I would say that... You had a fetish and you appreciated and absorbed her natural innate energy. Mm-hmm. And you were like, it's so primal. When I say primal, it's almost like, like not cavemen, but it's just like an, uh, an organic male energy mm-hmm. to sniff. Animals do it. And it's an attraction thing. I like pheromones. Exactly. So when you're there indulging in her aura, her natural essence... And don't get it twisted. I can relate to this because I've had it done many times where I like if I don't feel like I just showered, mm-hmm. I don't really want to get down because I like to, you know, do all kind of creative shit and stuff, you know, like right. ass is separating, you know, so you want to make sure <laughs> I'm good to go. Yeah. So I'm just mindful because I'm more about the judgment where I don't want that person to feel like I smell a certain way or I'm not 100 percent because mm. I'm looking at the how they feel. Yeah. Whereas they're like. I like everything about you right now. Like, I'm not even fucking fussy about nothing. Just the fact that you're here and I just want that. Like, mm. yo, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, there's a way, there's times cool. where you feel that way about a woman where you're like, yo, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Come as you are. And you know what? That's actually something that's exaggerated in movies. You know, when you see movies and you see people just get it on and you're like, they don't, like, they just came off road or they just came from the club or they just slept with somebody else and they're just no, jumping you into love it. that chick. It's that impulsive, like, sexual energy that's so overpowering that you just want to do it in that moment and i think that that's that essence that is captured on film where it's just spontaneous Mm -hmm. and that's spontaneous sex when you want to do those things and again i've been smelled and it's just nice when somebody wants to absorb that aura like i've had my feet sucked for instance and it's been requested that they stay dirt you know dirty or whatever the case is so Mm -hmm. everybody likes what they like yeah. And that's the beauty of fetishes that it's not for everybody. It's a unique specificity that that person has, mm. that facts, that fascination, that fixation. All these big words I'm throwing out here. Yes. Hey, stop <laughs> it. Go Google them shits, yo. Exactly. Um, and you know, I'm sure we have a very, uh, uh, we have a highbrow audience at the same time. I know y'all yeah. niggas know words and women <laughs> out there, y'all know words. Um, okay, shoot another one. Um. Are you, would you consider yourself a voyeur? A voyeur. A sexual voyeur. Huh. Let me elaborate to the audience. Do you enjoy watching elements of sexuality, watching a person and feeling aroused? Or do you more so feel that you need to be hands-on, engaged, and in that moment completely? Well, you know, I feel like in my mind, obviously, I would rather be having the sex than watching the sex. Mm Mm-hmm. However, um, 
there's two different levels to what comes to mind when you ask that question. Like I don't I mean the nosy neighbor, like the one that's like prying and looking through the curtain and stuff like that. I'm talking about like grown ass sex, like situations. Like, do you feel that you enjoy watching, for instance, visual stimulation, or do you need to like touch, feel, like be in that moment? Hmm. Well, like I'm not the type that's going to be like looking at my window to see if like people are having sex in the next apartments and shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And if like I see that happening, I'm not the type who's going to look away neither and be like, oh <laughs> shit, they're having sex over there. Well, let me look away. I don't think anybody's doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch, right? And be like, holy shit. I might even like text somebody and be like, yo fam, <laughs> there's people having sex like right across and like they're going in. You're one of those that's your porn too? <laughs> no, no, I don't actually don't do that. I don't do that. I, I Send clips super, on what's super that? sus. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yo, dog, you got to see this because I just no, got no, no, off no. To if it. I see a clip of porn, I don't feel like I need to share it with my brethren. Sorry, I know that's a whole nother subject. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Sidetrack, no sidetrack. If I catch a nice piece of porn, like uh, just some like baddie that's out here like doing an ass clap or <laughs> sprawl out, right? I'm not like, yo, the first person that doesn't, the first thing that, doesn't, that comes to mind is not one of my brethren. <laughs> it's kind of interesting <laughs> how some people have that go-to because then you have to not question like, like, yo, Tyrone gotta see this. Yo, Ninja gotta see this. Mm-hmm. I'm just like making names up, by the way. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like my first thing. I'm just like, my whole thing is, damn, I gotta go deal with something. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this is good content. Because it's a form of visual stimulation and that can also spark certain people to be more engaged in their sexual action. So that's why I think maybe some of your your female fans out there might want to know what your preference is. If, mm. if they send you certain videos, are you going to... Oh, be- no, I don't mind. If you send me videos, <laughs> I'm going to watch the videos. <laughs> and critique it. <laughs> yeah. If they're whack, I'm going to be like they're whack. If they're good, I'm going to... I'm going to send a thumbs up. You might not hear a response right away because he probably has to watch it. No, just my, if it's whack, I'll just leave it on scene. <laughs> I'll see it. I'll make sure I'll click on it so I can see it and just leave it on scene. <laughs> and then have the smiling face emoji in my own brain. Not even on, I won't even click it into the thing. Just in my own brain, just have a smiley face emoji. And they send you a question mark or the dot, dot, dot. Like, what's your response? <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, literally. Nice. Okay. <laughs> the one word answer, not the elaboration. Like, did you like it? <laughs> nice. Not even the fabulous. Nice. It's nice. Not even with the three C's or more, just N I C. That's good. <laughs> that is a wrap. So that leads me into my next question Have you recorded your own porn? Yes. Have you ever shared it with anybody else? No, it stayed between the woman and I. Mm. Right? Um, I think only one time. Maybe twice. Mm. I used to get super drunk back in the days, to be honest. Okay. Ten years sober, but I used to get super drunk back in the days. So I feel like I did it more than once. But I know one time for sure. The proof is in the pudding. You'd have to... uh, Somebody would probably have to go dig up that uh, research. It was... (laughs) 
what kind of phones were back then? I oh, think they gosh. were Razor phones or some shit. <laughs> oh, that's not a, saveable. That's not salvageable. It was like uh, when phones were first able to catch the camera on it. Like, the Motorola Crazer, I had one. <laughs> like, I did. Super like. And it was the red, there was like the red brand or something when they were doing some World AIDS thing, I think. Yeah. That was, and they had the phone from, yeah. And the video was super dark because we were like, not like, like we were performing well, but like it was just like the wackest angle. What what stand did you use? <laughs> the no, was what a kind flip of stand? Phone. Like the cruiser was a flip phone. So like, how did you even like position? It wasn't these kind of phones that have like the three <laughs> triple cameras in the back and oh you know laid up on a on a cup or a jar, and then you can you know do you know a reverse selfie and all. That. Oh, no, God. it was some a prehistoric shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And there was no, Editing. there wasn't enough. <laughs> places to upload it because you know shorty and i fell out you know what i'm saying and it died with the memory no no because <laughs> at the time when we fell out there was other times that she released things or not released well, yeah released things mm. and made fake pages like i've had a lot of crazy oh. shit happen to me in the past to be honest hmm. like i've made like there was a piece of, there was a piece of time where i was a piece of shit and i used to make <laughs> women really mad at the actions that i used to do oh man and then the revenge that they would try to get would be so Petty. crazy. Mm. Like fake Facebooks, fake high five pages. High five, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if Instagram was around those times, it would be a wrap for me. Holy shit, I wouldn't even have no fucking podcast. Everybody's life would be, I think, torn. They would have been like, yo, oh yeah, I'm going to make a fake Instagram page and fucking throw up all the fucking pictures of uh, of us in bed and all type of idiot yo so you have okay so that's back then i used version. to be reckless though mm, you didn't care you're like yo i'm a playboy oh my god <laughs> god it was when phones are prehistoric yo <laughs> i think there'd be a lot more scandals too on high level too what celebrities yeah <laughs> oh well, man let's not push celebrity mm. i ain't no celebrity <laughs> You might be getting to that level, or you might be a, a celeb to certain females out there and dudes, you know? Well, my DMs ain't saying so. Mm. So we got to fix that. Mm. Got to get those scandals and release them. Like, every once in a while, my DMs <laughs> might be a little bit cooking, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, shit, there's a baddie in there, right? But So, <laughs> to the baddies, you can also send your sex questions or intimate... Uh, inquiries to uh friday ricky dread d-r-e-d on instagram hit me mm. up you know what i'm saying don't hit up the we love hip-hop page for that because that itself there's so much people who are hitting up for music and sending in their submissions for music for the week that like we got to keep that shit on my personal page yeah you know what i'm saying i don't mind but like dms and questions for the show and you know and follow them videos and all that <laughs> type of thing you know you know yeah what else you got what else you got so have you ever been blackmailed with your, um, I guess, sexual-oriented content of pictures or videos from a female? Not blackmail, because it's not like a blackmail type of thing. It's not like I was in a situation where it's like, you can blackmail me. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't like... The situation... Like, you might have a picture of me with not without all my clothes on type of thing. But it's not like... You have a picture of me doing some some foul or uh. some shit that the man then would consider sus. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't put myself in them types of situations, right? Yeah. Sometimes there's guys that have you know angry or crazy exes, and they have compromising pictures, and they'll try to blackmail them. Be no, like, oh, I'll no, expose no, 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 you no, no, if you no, don't no. come back to me, or like some some stuff like that. No, it, 
the stuff that's like the blackmail. It's a real thing, though. A lot of people go through it, so that's why. No, because also, we he we are memory lake. <laughs> no, because we are where we are now. Mm. Like even though back in the days, like the shit that I was doing with the Empire, doing the management, and like we were pretty lit back then. You know what I'm saying? So, but we didn't. Social media wasn't a thing like that, right? So, it wasn't like okay, well, you're lit. I'm gonna blackmail you. You know what? I did fucking get blackmailed. Dick pics are a thing. I don't know. Did you used to send them and then somebody wanted no, to? No, no. I'm not a dick pic sender. Um, <laughs> I did get... Um, I've been in a blackmail type of situation. Mm. You, Truth I, comes out. You see, when you mm. get people thinking and talking, when they start to hear their words, they regurgitate them and they're like... Ah, blah, blah, blah. Ah. I'll give y'all some truth moments right now. <laughs> okay, so when I was on parole, like I was in situations where I, I put myself in situations where... You know, the women were mad again. <laughs> Angry? Oh, my gosh. Right? And they're like, I'm going to call your work, because I worked in a corporate office at the time. I'm going to call your work and tell them that you're fucking parolee working there, because they didn't know I was on parole. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Um, <laughs> right? I'm going to call them and tell, they're on, tell, tell the motherfuckers that you're on parole and you're a fucking ex-fucking convict for fucking guns and da 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 Badass. And, I'm, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? You want to ruin my life because we're not fucking no more? Like, what? Go on. Like, the, my whole life? Like, really? Like, It's the Friday D, man. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Driving people crazy. <laughs> but like, who would want to do that, fam? Like, you want to ruin a person's whole... And this is not just with my situation. Like, when women are like, yo, I want to fucking put you in jail. And I've had that too. I'm going to call your parole officer... <laughs> And tell them that you are around criminals and your friends are criminals. And this is way past the statute of limitations. This is like 10 years ago. <laughs> so you could you talk to somebody. But that's like too for a dude's perspective. But like females get and, it and, bad. I, and my bad. Not to interrupt you. I know niggas out there can feel me on that one. You know what I'm saying? Niggas who've been on parole and whatever. And you might have not came home in time for curfew or whatever. And you've done a few things that were just soft things. It's almost like married men when a woman wants to use that leverage over him, like yeah. devastate his life. And she's your surety or whatever it is, parole or you're on bail. And she's like, yo, I'm going to fucking put you back in jail, eh, you motherfucker. Damn. That's harsh. Those are like verbatim real words. But still want to possess you. <laughs> they still want to fuck. <laughs> no love, but just like, yo, I, you know what? You don't have to say nothing to me. Just just put it in. Let yeah, just but I want to put you back in jail. <laughs> How does that even connect? Hmm. I don't know. That's that's uh, that's rough because I know with a lot of females, like for me, I've I've sent pictures of myself to certain individuals, and it was scary when you know people wanted to use that against me because of the same type of thing. I didn't want to be in a relationship, or I didn't want to be intimate, and you know they would blackmail and want to like send my JJ around, or you know threaten to do certain things. That's and, lame. It's pathetic because it's just like, look at the caliber of woman I am. I'm very confident with myself. So to fa- the fact that you have something of me that was me expressing myself or sharing myself with you and then you'd want to in turn hurt me in your mind by saying I'll expose you or I'll sh- share the pictures of this. Like, it- it's just stupid. And it's happened to me-, to me a few times. So it's not that like, okay, I don't, you know, I don't learn. It's just people want images or they want to have memories or experiences of you. And then when you do that confidently, 
you know, as a low blow, they wanted to use that against you, which is really weak. Listen, I got pictures and um, videos and stuff like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? In the past. Mm-hmm. And one thing I will never do, and to all the ladies out there, any ladies who have dealt with me in the past who might listen to this, watch this, whatever, I ain't the type who's sharing your shit whether we're together or not. That shit is super You're lame. You're keeping that to on me. the low, yo, on the quiet. He's no, but like, watching. why? Why? Like, because to me, I'm like, what are you getting out of posting that or like sending that out and like, oh, I'm just gonna expose your pictures. Like, it's just like sharing porn with your your dude friend. Like, you sharing that private experience because that sexual moment is supposed to be intimately personal. It's your body like, responding physiologically. And you're really trying to burn the bridge for good, at that point. Yeah, thinking that there's no consequences because there always is. You're like, fuck it. I, I, I never want to see you again. I'm going to throw your pictures out there. Like, come on, You're fam, just going to get the reverse and get more attention from that person because they're probably going to take legal action because <laughs> you really legally can't be doing that. You know, that. I don't think that happens all the time. I think sometimes the consequences don't happen, so mans do that. Because mm. of fear. Yeah, and like women are not all running to go get their lawyer to go be like, yo, he, po- <laughs> he posted my pictures. Right. Or calling the police too, because then that's another area. Especially not no hood chicks. Right. They probably have all these like other situations going on that they don't want to involve the mm-hmm. authorities with. So yeah, it's a tough one, man. It is. Um, it is. It's yeah, very interesting. You got any but more questions for me? There's always questions, man. Let's do a couple more. Um, I'm trying to think about which category I want to focus on. Mm. Um, have you ever done a successful threesome? I have. And when I say successful, times. meaning that it worked well. Because a lot of the time it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It's awkward. Or you maybe show favoritism. And I actually have a tutorial about this too, like a vlog on my channel talking about um, like tips and tricks, or, sorry, tips about threesomes and the reality that they're not always ideal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is jealousy that you know evolves. Sometimes relationships come out of it. Sometimes you ruin relationships because of it. Yeah. So there's so many perspectives. It's not just the fantasy that when we're young, we think that we just want to have sex with this gorgeous person, that gorgeous person. It doesn't always work out like that. Well, the first one that I had. Oh, there's numbers. <laughs> <laughs> He's a kinky. <laughs> the first one that I had was was not memorable. I can't say it was whack <laughs> because like, I feel like I, I put my all into it. Like, you know, we all got in the shower together like i try to like so re- two girls and you yeah okay because sometimes it's two guys like it, yo it is just different. yo yo zay just chill okay <laughs> i'm just i man i'm friday from the we love hip-hop network okay so you know this, you there's, only there's touch my women. <laughs> you only touch women. so you already when you ask me these questions already assume that we're always talking about women I, hey, you could and i'm not homophobic me. or anything ho- homophobic or anything like that but just uh you never run a battery with a nigga sorry a dude or something no, you know what and there's niggas who do that i'm not i've never been into that okay. and i've had niggas like from back in the days who were like yo we ran a battery on and i'm just like do you want to fuck this thing too <laughs> at the same time like come on i'm too selfish for that okay um <laughs> wait a minute fuck it it's real talk. If I find a girl who's like a fucking supposedly a quote unquote hoe or a sexually free woman. You want that to yourself. I'm you keeping that to myself. Let's do all the freaky shit that, you know, you would have gave to 10 guys. I'm going to keep that for me. Sorry. Multiply me by 10. <laughs> Sorry. That's all for me. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? I don't blame that at all. But, but um, 
Um, um, um, um, um, what was the um, threesome? Threesome. So the first one wasn't memorable, but we did all the things like I relived the porn. <laughs> right? No, no, no good phones back then, right? No, I didn't film. I didn't even think to film it. Yo, you. And right. it's not necessary because, like, I mean, it's it's a moment that the aura is there. So, that was my thirtieth birthday too. Mm. Right. So I was like, went out with a bang, and there's a whole other story. Check the sober MC about the time I got stabbed. Oh, no. Whole another story. I'll save that for another day. Damn. Okay. Um, the sober MC. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's a whole blog that I have on um, Friday, aka rickydread.com my, my website mm, there's a shout out I didn't know about hey. this is it on your page the link <laughs> I'm showing you how to plug we just slip the plugs right in there um, is that, hold on the, the sober MC yeah it's a blog that I've been writing for years since 2011 and um, I was writing about my experiences once I got sober because that was like a year after my so- sobriety like started mm. and I collected it like a, a diary but it evolved into a blog. So there it is, 51 entries. However, the second um, threesome, memorable. Was it like porn star style? That It was porn star style, like but fans? like I had control. That was the thing. The first one, I was so drunk that I didn't remember everything that happened. I remember mm. just a few scenes in my memory that are like locked in there. And then like the next morning was just, horror and fucking terror you're like you right and like i said read about it we'll, we'll talk about it off camera the people y'all go look it up a lot of y'all know about the stabbing story already oh my but gosh that happened right after the threesome so it was like fuck like the, that memory just totally outweighed the memory i had like Shit. 12 hours before or whatever so i was like all right but the second time mm. was I, I i i was under control I was only drunk to a level where I was like doing my thing, but I can still remember everything. I um, <clears throat> I finished in a pancake position, what I called it. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. Oh my god! But anyways, I want to say pancake position. Please elaborate. You were in the middle. No, no. Like I'm, I'm trying to. So I'm not even going to go into all the other <laughs> positions we did, but we did about three other. Positions. What's the pancake position? I think. And I got them to both give me head. Okay. Right. So that was like, oh, boom! I got that done. You know what I'm saying? Bucket list, right? Every guy's bucket list. (laughs) Um. However, Mm -hmm. the pancake was. I was hitting them from the back, and both of them were stacked on top of each other. And I was going boom, 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 boom. Oh, (laughs) sounds like an instrument. (laughs) (laughs) When I was doing it. I was like, I felt like I jumped outside of myself. I was like, yo, you're doing that? Yo, you're sick. I couldn't believe that I was like, I, that I thought of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they were like so cool. Shout out to them too, if y'all are watching this, right? They were so cool that they were just like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. Like, so they were even better than the other two, right? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And we didn't have like an emotional connection. So there wasn't like no, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. It was just like, let's do whatever. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So did you eat pussy? In that time? Yeah. I don't actually fucking remember. Damn it, man. I thought you had it all like laid out, man. <laughs> the pancake was just the thing that is frozen in my brain. 
You know okay. what I'm saying? Because this is the thing. A lot of people want to do threesomes, but they're not down to do what threesome behavior no, consists it was, of. So. I've never been the guy who's, no, no, I don't eat pussy. And the girl who introduced the, the threesome to me, it was already a girl who I was already fucking. Mm. Who had eaten her cooch mad times. Okay. So, so maybe a, you did. Like, I, I probably did. <laughs> got a lick in or two. <laughs> yeah, I probably did. You know what I'm saying? But like, I was just like, and it was like five in the morning. And then that same day after, mm. just off the sex part of it, I went and signed a record deal. F- um, oh my gosh! For my record company, right? Mm. To um, Koch Records, which Koch? It, yeah, <laughs> wow. Koch Records to Hip Hop Canada, which evolved into E One Music. Boom, mm. like Ricky. <laughs> wow! And that was the next day. Mm-hmm. Shit. Finished the threesome, stayed up, got off the, they left, and met up with my bridge and drove off to Ottawa and fucking signed Did you deal. tell them about the threesome? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> on the ride, we had five hours. Yo, oh, yeah. fam, look what, you know what just happened to me? Yo, the story. Mm. Must have spent like an hour on that trip telling that story. <laughs> Was he like jealous? No, he doesn't give a fuck. Shout out people- to him. I won't, I won't say his name, but like, actually, well, no. <laughs> We don't call it too many names. Yeah, no names. <laughs> no, because some people, like, again, they have this fictitious idea. So let me talk about Oasis Aqua Lounge, since I was a brand ambassador there. Have you ever been to Oasis? I haven't been there, but I've seen pictures from there. I know people like yourself and other women who... Um, a sex club, by the way. It's an adult sex club. It's currently closed right now because of COVID, but mm. it was definitely a space to... And I know people who've oh, been there and told me, yo, it was crazy. Like women who tell, tell me stories about this place. It's experiential based on the person's um, individual experience. And that's why I did a lot of interviews and vlogs about Oasis. Because when it comes to sex, I think there's um, misunderstandings mm-hmm. when it comes to public sex or spontaneous sex. And sex that's just supposed to be expressed and exposed around you. Because mm-hmm. it's a sex club. It means that, yes, a lot of people are naked walking around. But the reality that I captured was various body types. Um People that are everyday people, mm-hmm. right? Um, some people are in there that have mental health concerns. And a lot of the people that you know were there, I really captured it to give that real depiction. And it was a safe space for a lot of people. And I wanted people to get diversified in the community of it. Because mm-hmm. again, there's a lot of stereotypes about the type of people that go to certain environments and that are there presently. So again, as a person of um, color trying to blend into that environment, I was trying to diversify it amongst you know, our community and also just a cultural shift to be expose people to it that you can come here too. It's, it's not out of budget or out of reach. Yeah. It's located in Toronto downtown. Well, I think some of the stereotypes that you might be talking about because they roll around through my brain. Yeah. So just to like put them out loud, I, w- I would feel like some people think that they're only for swingers. Yeah. And white people as well. And white people. Which right? is not true. And when you go in there, you're only seeing the baddest of baddies just getting oh, fucked yeah. by like just, I guess, handsome men. <laughs> yeah. Far from it. There is a so, there's so much of a mix, and again, if you look on the channel under the Oasis um, playlist, you'll or just the videos, you'll see the type of people that are in there. And mm-hmm. from my experience, a few times that I did go there, I've seen all types of people and all types of things. And regular folks. I, and I didn't participate in it. You know, like it, as much as I'm into the sexuality of life and sex in itself, I didn't do that. Mm. You know, like it, it's to each their own. 
you got to feel the vibe. And again, it's a consensual thing. You could un- end up honestly going there and fucking a stranger as long as they're maybe okay with it. So it's one of those spaces. So you never went there, but you got an understanding of what it was about, basically. Okay. Okay. Well, shout out to Oasis. Um, let's wrap it up, yo. Yeah, I agree. Um, let the people know where they can like link to get more, get their questions in, like the email and all that stuff. I love what you guys are doing on um, Instagram. And I think that you guys feel safe asking me questions and just sending a simple DM. So I don't want to make things complicated. Eventually, there will be an access line. Um, hopefully, yes, we're working, on, we're working on a phone line for y'all. You could leave like phone messages and stuff like that and we'll play them on the air. Yeah. And if you want to be even more brave, just send me a video of your question with you asking it. And we can also uh, play it um, on air as well, where you're asking your question, if you are comfortable with your identity and you want to be able to, you know, say it. It's just like a guest coming in on the show, then they'd be able to be here physically and you'd be able to know who they are. So definitely Instagram, Alize Vlogs, mm-hmm. YouTube channel. That's where this video will be as well. Mm-hmm. Alize Vlogs again. Um, if you want to send an email, definitely send it to Zaylink, sorry, Zaylinks with an S at um, gmail.com. And um, yeah, also, if you want to contribute to the show and send donations, uh, send an email transfer there as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Listen, um, like I, I was saying earlier in the show. I'm here for the for this episode one, you know what I mean, for the launch off. You might chime in every now and then. I'll, I'll be chiming in. I'll be behind the camera. I'll, you know, keep a mic. I keep a mic His around. disclaimer. <laughs> I keep a mic in my pocket. I'll be fact-checking behind the scenes, uh, you know, when, when Alice is, you know, answering your questions or talking to a guest, if she needs any facts, you know, any um, sound or, like, you know, visuals in, to put in or anything like that that you want to see, I'll be behind the scenes doing all that shit, okay? Um, also... You'll be able to find all, like, you'll be able to find clips on the We Love Hip Hop channel. But when you want to see the full video, check out her YouTube channel. All right? Keep subscribing. Yes. Subscribe to both channels. Facto. Um, and also this uh, Sober MC blog, Get Connected, Learn mm. More About This Dude Right Here. Thank you. And, um, yeah, we definitely support Toronto artists again. We Love Hip Hop is a network. It is definitely a platform in the Toronto and Canadian scene. So, therefore, we support local artists. As an artist myself, I definitely want to make sure that as a female, you submit your music to We Love Hip Hop. And, you mm-hmm. know, we might actually just play it at the intro of this show yes. to try to get it started. So, shout out to uh, the first artist that yeah, got shout selected. out Luna Soleil. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Zay Links, yo. We out of here. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Dope. Nice. My lipstick nice. is so fucked up right now. <laughs> nice. Nice. Another 39 minutes there with the eye.